that's good because the minute I sat down the uh, neighbours just driven up in their car so uh, can keep an eye on what's going on there in a sort of casual I'm sitting at the window doing other things type of way um, it's been a really difficult day uh, quite a hard week as well uh, more of that and on so uh, the sun's out however that's one thing to compensate welcome to episode 49 of Mr Bert Pods out of his car and in a t-shirt t-shirt it's definitely t-shirt monday today i threw caution to the wind this morning and put on a short sleeve shirt and did keep my vest on underneath so um now this is quite funny actually because um basically uh there is no designated car parking spots uh, in the road outside the flats but everybody who has a car has their own place where they tend to park their car, fair enough. Yesterday, no, no, actually it was two days, a big red car parks itself uh, outside the flat where the neighbour who's just got out of the car usually parks their car. So I watched, well, casually watched, uh, some woman got out with a load of bags and just marched off down the street. So they obviously weren't visiting anyone in the street. Oh, it really is, uh, we've got uh, two young men in shorts, Baseball caps and uh, t-shirts. Really, is a very warm day today. Um, so, just driving off. So anyway, so this big car parks uh, right where the neighbours normally park. She marches off, obviously not living in this road or visiting anyone in this road, and um, much to my amusement. Uh, anyway, the car stays there, and it stayed there. I didn't actually notice when it went, but it must have gone sometime this morning. So anyway, uh, neighbours just parked car back in their spot because uh, the red car's gone. And the red car, seconds after they'd gone into the house, um, the red car turned up again. Uh, but it's just backward and uh, can't park anywhere else because the two builders vans are there. Yes, surprisingly, they're doing some work. And um, they haven't been able to find anywhere to park, so they've had to drive off again. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, it's uh, uh, it's Monday, which means uh, the neighbours all empty all their gin bottles into the recycling, um, and trying to look as if uh, all trying to look as if they haven't got quite as many gin bottles as they actually have. So no, it's been yeah, it's just been really hard recently. Um, this morning I did yoga, which was actually not too bad. Oh, the neighbours put even more bottles out. Oh, it's all going. Um, yoga was fine. <clears throat> and I remember thinking in yoga, I'm getting a good stretch today. Um, the internet went down, which has been doing noticeably recently. It just goes off for about two minutes or it clicks off and then takes about two minutes to come back on again. And it's really annoying. And I just thought of ringing them up and just going to the whole palaver because, you know, they'll just they won't do anything about it but it does need um addressing anyway so it went down in yoga and then i couldn't they wouldn't let me back in obviously no one was looking at the screen to see if there was someone waiting to get in eventually i got in and um she was in some thing that i was just deeply glad i'd missed and uh then she said she, we were going for peak position um which turned out to be twisted triangle which actually i quite enjoyed 
uh, in hindsight, that was the wrong feeling. So, um, yeah, so that was all right. Uh, she loomed up again at the end, but there was uh, no comments and everybody had no poetry, just some quote. I can't remember what she said, something about yoga being foundation or something. Certainly not foundation in my life, I can tell you. And um, so then I went off for a run. And then I was on my, I do nine and a half laps. Well, oh yeah, well, apart from, yeah, also, I was the local hero, wasn't I? I can't remember, but what was I? Well, anyway, I got knocked off that spot the next day. Can you believe? And the annoying thing was how annoyed I actually got about it. I actually was quite bitter for about a couple of minutes. Um, and really competitive and was going to, you know, go and find out who this person was that was running more often than I did. Anyway, karma. I um, got knocked off the spot and then today I'd got round about eight times uh, and my legs, the back of my calf started, well my calf is at the back of my leg obviously, started hurting and I thought, oh, shall I stop, shan't I stop? And I was quite close to the, the entrance to the recreation ground so I just kept going and I just about got to the um, entrance and I just got a whacking great pain down the back of my leg. So I could barely walk. So I said, pulled a muscle. I've never pulled a muscle before, ever. And the whole time I run, I've never pulled a flaming muscle. Especially as I do a blooming yoga class before I go out. So, of course, the irony then comes back that I'm sitting in my yoga class thinking how marvellous it is to have all my muscles stretched before I go for a run because I won't pull a muscle. So I limped back home because there was no one here to help me when I got back. Just a load of cardboard boxes had been put, ready to be put out, and they'd fallen over at the front door so I couldn't open the front door that was useful and um, yeah so it's still hurting I'm, I'm in two minds whether to keep it moving or uh, not keep it moving because I don't want it to seize up but it's actually quite well it's not painful to walk on it's just awkward uh, so that wasn't a good start today so there's yeah some there's a lot of bitterness of um, oh, schools out I never do this at the same time every week um, uh, yes, I was a bit bitterness about not being king runner of the area. But anyway, and also, so it's not how far you run, it's how many times you've done it. And of course, I haven't done my 5K today, only did 4.2. So uh, that knocks me down even further. So I've got no chance of catching up now with Mr. I can run lots of times around the recreation ground. Um, so, yeah, so the week's been all over the place, uh, thanks to Darren. Can you believe... I sat and ranted on last Monday about him and all the problems he was causing me. About 20 minutes after I'd finished recording, there's a knock on the door. Huge great parcel turns up. I mean, it was huge. Um, the measurements uh, will become available shortly, probably next Sunday. Um, staggered upstairs with it. I nearly sent it away because I hadn't ordered anything staggered upstairs with it it's flipping from darren what a surprise um what was less of a surprise was that on the side of it the idea was i'm supposed to be opening all these things during the podcast that we recorded on tuesday when do we call the flaming podcast was it friday thursday i can't remember um staggered upstairs and what's written down the side of it uh folding walking um Tro uh, not trolley, keeps going to get trolley, it's not shopping trolley, frame, it was folding walking frame. So his joke of the sex cast trolley, sex cast doesn't exist, it's some Norwegian or 
Finnish word for something sexual. I don't know what it is. Um, he's ordered this flaming walking frame for me. I was absolutely furious. I was absolutely raging. I cannot tell you how angry I was. I was so angry, I couldn't even text him, let alone speak to him. Um, I couldn't put it anywhere. There was nowhere to put it. I managed eventually to get it into my the spare room, which is already full of crap for my mum and dad. Well, not crap, but all the stuff I brought down from there. So that I can barely get in that room as it is. And then I had to shove that in there. Every time I walk past it, there's like D-A-R-R-E-N. May as well have been flashing at me in, you know, sparkling lights. Um, I, was just, I, was so, I was so angry, I can't tell you. So I thought the only way to calm down is to, um, well, I, I just had to face my, I just had to face up to it and calm myself down because I thought I'm just going to get so resentful of this. Um, it was ridiculous. So, um, yeah, so that sat there for ages. So, of course, the whole joke was for because it suddenly outside what it was. Um, anyway, so his great art then went into the recording, which I think was on Friday night. And um, no, it was Thursday night. Anyway, I don't care when it was. Uh, it turned out to be quite funny what he'd planned. Um, I did shout at him. Uh, well, I didn't shout, but I had a bit of a heated conversation with him about the trolley. Uh, and also with my flipping dad had one at the end of his life. I mean, the last thing I want to see is another blooming trolley around here. Um, I did have a go at him saying, you know, he just pushes things too far. It was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and I did get an apology. Anyway, the only way I could cope with it was by, um, oh, I sure can't say, but I did have a way of coping with it, which you'll hear in the recorded podcast so of course there was no way i could get the podcast it was it was his art was epic and admittedly it was very very funny but it was just epic and i could see why he needed to do it and there was an absolute reason he needed to do it when he did it was just the irony of it being the one week where i didn't want a big epic um podcast to edit that's exactly what i got i usually cut it down quite quickly to about 40 minutes uh, and i've i've gone through it and I've cut it all down and it's an hour. So I've, I've got to cut it down even further. So this is just like taking all my time up because I've got two other things I should be doing. Uh, oh, the magpie's back. Now, yeah, we'll get onto the magpie in a minute. So, um, yeah, well, for, actually, fortunately, I've quite forgotten a lot of what happened because uh, I've obviously let go of it. Um, but he's just so annoying. He really is. Anyway, um, yeah, so I'm still editing it. What a surprise, because it's so mega. And um, it's just hustle bustle down the street with uh, parents and children. And um, yeah, so that was that. And then uh, then I had to watch him be an eagle on Sunday, which frankly I've got better things to do. Um, but him and his company did a, an evening of children's writing, so they'd got together six, eight to fifteen year olds and uh, worked with some professional writers notice I wasn't asked because I'm obviously not a professional writer um they dramaturg to their the children's work into six short plays uh children had thought of the characters and uh, written it all themselves and uh, I had to say it was very good it was on last night it was very very funny and the kids did really well um and Darren uh 
really did justice to their work because his uh, the creativity of putting it together in the way he directed it for Zoom, uh, which I said to him is is has happened because Damn Cheek has developed so well with Zoom performances. You know, it hasn't stood still. It's really sort of evolved um, over the year, months and nearly a year now, or probably a year actually. Um, so that was all. Yeah, so he'd, he'd just done them in a really playful, funny way, using the Zoom camera and the costumes and props. Of course, he was in it, needless to say. Um, he'd obviously uh, put two white sheets up as a backdrop to hide his nasty little flat. And, um, of course, he came on. He can't just walk on to screen. Uh, he came on stage left so quickly he pulled half the sheets down. So all we could see was the backdrop of his flat. Um, and of course, then he spends the rest of the sketch when he should be concentrating on giving 100% to children's work, uh, trying to get the camera or whatever uh, out of line with a bit <clears throat> where the uh, sheet had fallen down. If I was that child, I'd never work with him again, I can tell you. So, um, yeah, so that was all that. No, it was. It was very good, actually. I really enjoyed it. So that was all that. Now, I've remembered. Um, that I had told everybody I was off for a vaccination and then I promptly forgot last week because I was rapping on so much about so many different things. I forgot to tell anybody how the outcome of the vaccination... Oh, the neighbour's back out again. That's three times now. Where's it going? Oh, that's more bottles going into the recycling. Say no more. Um, yeah, I forgot to say how it went. It went absolutely fine, actually. The, uh, the Sorry, two of you have contacted me in, in quite semi-hysteric panic at not knowing what the outcome was and I tootled along I walked all the way because it was about half an hour's walk away uh, there was a bit of a queue that went quickly um, I was sat down talked to given a leaflet then shuffled into a room uh, had a little chat with a very nice lady who asked me various questions that she needed to ask about it all and got jabbed and got a sticker uh, which I'm very pleased with because uh, other people in this household didn't get a sticker, so there's a lot of bitterness there. Although um, a friend of mine did actually get a pencil, which uh, is quite annoying, actually. She's got two stickers and a pencil. But anyway, I did get a sticker, and it's still on my jumper. I haven't taken it off. So um, I did. I, I was all prepared for the worst because uh, all my friends have been dropping like flies with the um, side effects. Um, but um, I didn't get a sore arm. I, I felt a bit funny in the middle of the night and was awake for a bit but um, oh yeah sunglasses it, it really is it's t-shirt sunglass city down here i can tell you everyone's throwing caution to the wind it'll probably rain in a minute um i tell you if it's a sunny easter it's always a bad summer that's that's a fact i have noticed if ever you get a heat wave at easter you can guarantee the summer will be dreadful so mark my words um yeah, so I woke up in the middle of the night and I felt a bit queasy, but I was fine, actually. I was basically, yeah, I got away with it, so I didn't get any of the side effects. So my next thing is my next jab's on June something, uh, which I'm quite looking forward to. So today we can all meet up outside in sixes and two households, so I um, can't go out because I've hurt my leg, which is a great start. Uh, yeah, bird watch. Um yeah, well, obviously, I'm now getting attacked by magpies and rooks, crows, because they've discovered the fat block. And, um, I mean, the, oh, what's that noise? 
something strange going on outside and I can't see what it is, which is really annoying. Um, yeah, so instead of getting all the lovely little fluffy, you know, sparrows and blackbirds and vicious robins and things, I'm just getting beady-eyed magpies looking in at me, as you can see from the photograph on the uh, blog page. Children running home. Um, yeah, because a certain person called the Harsh Critic was uh, obviously finding it very funny imagining me being attacked by a load of jays, or afraid of jays, as it was put. Well, they're not jays, they're magpies, and I'm not afraid of them, and they are actually there looking at me. Every now and then I'm sitting there working and I look up and there's this beady little eye looking at me through the window. Um, and then I'm, there's usually two magpies and there's also been a crow. So um, they're obviously just eating all the food. The mealworms, uh, which lucky I did buy them in Poundland because I saw they were £4.50 in Sainsbury's. Um, they, um, have you noticed that prams are all facing mothers now? They always used to. Babies always used to. And it was really, really important that a baby can see their mother. Um, and then recently it was very fashionable to, for prams to go the other way. I think it was because people thought babies felt better looking at the outside world. Well, actually, they don't. They feel better looking at their mothers because of the attachment. But now some bright sparks designing um, worked out that's the wrong thing. So all prams have got the babies facing the mother again. Um, yes, interesting. So um, where was I? Birds. Yeah, oh, yeah the mealworms have been just vanishing overnight. Uh, I don't know who eats. Well, no, they're not vanishing overnight, actually, because I got up to go to the toilet about quarter to six one morning, and they were still there, and I got up about half past eight. So they're going, they're going between quarter to six and half past eight. Um, every single person that's walked past, well, not every single person, but the majority today have actually got sunglasses on. Mm. And, um, oh, Camden, Camden, Camden. Oh, now where's that coming down our road? You see, Camden Council, A, why are they in Barnet? B, why are they driving so fast? I mean, that that van couldn't have gone faster. It's upset that woman as well. Not surprised. That's two of us now. Um, where was I? Uh, mealworms and birds and things, yeah. So that's all that. The cherry blossom outside the house, which every year I absolutely convince myself is pink, has come out in white blossom yet again. I've got photographs of it every single year. I can actually go back and quite easily see that every single year it's got white blossom. Every year it comes out in white blossom and surprises me. Because I've got it in my head. It's pink. Oh, yeah, and the other thing. I'm actually very good on uh, turning the clocks forward. I'm very angry this week because basically I absolutely hate the clocks going forward. I can't bear it because I lose an hour's sleep. And also it, it means the morning's the daylight and then I wake up early and then I get really tired. And I hate, I hate this time. Yeah, absolutely hate it. And um, I'm so used to all the flipping clocks turning themselves forward now that I forgot we've got two analog clocks. And the two analog clocks are the ones I actually look at more than any other. So on Sunday, I pranced through the whole day. And now I'm behind the rest of the world. So when it was like half past 12 and I was thinking, oh, I've got loads of time to do this, that and the other, it's actually half past one. And then someone said it's half past three. And I was thinking, why is it not half past two? I couldn't believe it. I just didn't change the analog clocks. Uh, one of which is the bird clock, which you're not going to hear today because it's 22. Um, I couldn't believe I did that. That was just so annoying. So anyway, have I got anything else to say? 
I did gabble on a bit last week. I've got to get back to this flipping editing of nothing to see here. And then um, I'm just about through a second draft of my play and I'm going to send that off to be dramaturged and uh, Darren can have it because he's super busy at the moment. So I can annoy him by giving him even more work to do. And um, sure, I've got something on the else in the pipeline I'm supposed to be talking about. I'm washing cushion covers today. That's exciting. This floor really, really does need sweeping. Or vacuuming. Ooh, the drilling started up again. So, um, uh, yeah, television is uh, as per usual. I've started reading a book. Don't know how long that will go on for, but I've started reading Olive Mabel and Me uh, by Andrew Cotter. Uh, and if you haven't seen the Olive and Mabel Andrew Cotter videos on his tweets and uh, Instagram, you've seriously missed out one of the highlights of lockdown. It's a very lovely book and I'm enjoying it immensely. I'm on the second page already. Right, I've got to get back to it. I'm getting a bit chilly actually. I think I might have to put a jumper on. Uh, thank you for listening and uh, I'll see you next week. <laughs>